Today is Tuesday, November 2nd, 2010, and this is Radio Wave. Network Information Service, I'm Robert John. 401ks and IRAs not safe any longer. In early October, a Senate Health Education, Labor, and Pensions Committee held a hearing on retirement savings and security. The goal of the meeting was to find ways by which private pension plans, such as 401ks or individual retirement accounts, IRAs, could be distributed more fairly. However, many are alarmed, knowing when government sets up a committee, it's an omen usually to figure out how to take money from the people. The government is looking for a way to set up taxpayer-funded pensions. The plan would include seizure of private investment accounts and additional mandatory payroll taxes, and such funds would be distributed according to how the federal government defines fair. Ross Eisenbray Vice President of the Economic Policy Institute, an advocate of the plan, stated, quote, A truly universal system would need to shield low-income workers from out-of-pocket costs or wage cuts. Economic Policy Institute has published and advocated what we feel would be an excellent national supplemental retirement plan, the Guaranteed Retirement Account, end quote. This hearing comes in the midst of the most severe economic depression since 1929, where many individuals have already incurred significant losses in their private retirement accounts. Fearing additional losses, seeking more sound investments, and desiring to avoid government seizures that will take away what working people earn to give to those who did not, some individuals have begun to cash in their 401ks and other private retirement accounts, believing that the resulting taxes and penalties for early withdrawal are well worth the move away from the insecurity of paper investments and the danger of what the government will try to take over. Some experts say the seized private retirement accounts will be blended in some fashion with Social Security to guarantee some amount of retirement funds for every American. A number of Americans say this is the guise to get people to swallow the pill, that being, it will help pay Social Security, when in fact it is one more mobster plot by the government to seize private assets, all under the guise of social justice that has really become socialist justice. With the economy crashing, with even the government fixing its gaze on a man's life savings, many are wondering what to do and asking themselves 
just where is security today? Our Lady said on June 25, 2002, Little children, comprehend that this is a time of grace for each of you, and with me, little children, you are secure. One official within the arena of retirement-focused financial investments, who does not want to be identified, said, quote, We are in scary times when government can redistribute private property. It's the same tactic used before World War II by the fascists. End quote. This is the MEDGE Network Information Service. FBI targets dangerous new terrorists. On October 5th, Pakistani-born Islamic terrorist Faisal Shahzad was sentenced to life in prison for the failed Times Square New York bombing attempt. Shahzad commented in the courtroom, quote, The defeat of the U.S. must and will happen in the near future. If you call us terrorists for doing that, then we are proud terrorists. End quote. Just ten days prior to the sentencing, the FBI and the Department of Homeland Security hosted a joint training session on terrorism, identifying and targeting a new type of dangerous terrorist. The joint training session was conducted by Planned Parenthood, the National Abortion Federation, and the Feminist Majority Foundation. The terrorists that these groups focused on? Pro-lifers. An 84-page briefing document participants received was titled Resource Guide, Violence Against Reproductive Health Care Providers. The report repeatedly likens the actions of free speech to violence and would consider, for example, a group gathered to pray the rosary outside an abortion clinic to be a violent blockade. For pro-lifers, such thinking is beyond absurd. It is dangerous. To put forth that those who would protect life are terrorists and other illogical mentalities today leave many wondering how far evil people will go to cover up truth today. Many wonder, what can I do to combat untruth? How can we overcome such darkness? When is it time to take action? Our Lady just said on October 2, 2010, Your hearts need to be just. May your crosses be your means in the battle against the sins of the present time. May your weapon be patience and boundless love, a love that knows to wait and which will make you capable of recognizing God's signs, that your life, by humble love, may show the truth to all those who seek it in the darkness of lies. My children, my apostles, help me to open the paths to my son. From the MEDGE Network Information Service, I'm Robert John. This is Medjugorje.com. Stay tuned for our regular radio wave broadcast, brought to you by Caritas of Birmingham. We invite you to an experience of a lifetime. Come to the five-day annual retreat, December 8th through 12th, the five days of the reconciling of ourselves, our families, and our nation back to God, a prayerful gathering to implore the mercy of God upon our families and nation. America was given a beautiful gift on Thanksgiving Day 
November 24, 1988. The Virgin Mary appeared in an open field, consecrating the spot by her heavenly visitation. Today, Our Lady appeared and she was very happy when she came. She announced through the Medjugorje visionary, Maria Lunetti, she was here to help us and that she would intercede for you to God for all your intentions. Experience Our Lady. Experience Retreat. Experience Christmas. Experience a place fragranced by the Queen of the Angels herself and leave moved deep within your heart. With the events of Our Lady's apparitions in Medjugorje, come to a special place she's visited, designated, and allow Our Lady to enlighten you in regard to God's plans to renew the face of the earth, nay, even all of creation. For more information, call Caritas at 205-672-2000. You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. And this is Radio Wave with your host, the friend of Medjugorje. Today is the second of the month and the day that uh, we received a message uh, through Our Lady, uh, through Mariana from Our Lady. Uh, the second of the month is a day that Our Lady designated as a day of prayer for non-believers. And in the beginning, when Our Lady began to give messages on this day, uh, it was believed that the messages were for those non-believers out there and uh, through the course of the years, it has become more and more apparent that the messages are more for the followers of Our Lady uh, than even for the uh, atheists out there. And so as we begin this broadcast, we ask uh, that you open your hearts in prayer as we turn Radio Wave over to our host, the friend of Medjugorje. You know, we pointed that point, that fact out that Our Lady was really saying to us the second of the month message and and we had opposition to that when we first said it, that, you know, this is not for us. This is for non-believers. But Our Lady can't tell us everything she wants to tell us, no more than she could tell, or Jesus could tell the uh, apostles everything in the beginning. In fact, the most highest form of prayer, the Holy Mass, was not given to him until the last night, his last part of his ministry. You know, in this life, he ministered to him after he ascended, or rather after he resurrected, resurrected and at the ascension also, given instructions, but it's pretty remarkable that we have grown so atheistic in so many ways, even those Christians. And, of course, this goes back to the message our lady says, many Christians live like pagans. You know, if you reflect on that, that's pretty strong words. But the church has within its membership pagan mentalities, pagan ways. Just look at Halloween. And no voices against it. Nobody denounces it. We just go on, and it's replaced something sacred. Holocaust, you know, a day, be, day to be holy, and then All Saints Day to pray for the dead. And so we have all these reminders of us, but the big reminder is the sign that God sends to us every day, and she came today, Our Lady, to Maria in Medjugorje, who's in Medjugorje right now for these few days, uh, Mariana had her apparition. Maria had her apparition at a different time. And, of course, Yvonne had his, where he is. And Visca had hers outside of Medjugorje. So, <clears throat> why is that? 
Why is it important if Visca don't have crowds around her that Our Lady appears to her? Is it something she did? Is she holy? We can't judge her holiness. We can't say that. Because even her parents didn't give way to that, you know, what God sees in the heart. You can live a life of holiness, and that, yes, that could be something people can view. But she doesn't get her apparition, Visca, because she's, she was holy. She was normal. Maria was normal. Yaakov was normal. Ivanka was normal. Ivan was normal. Mariana was normal. Maria was normal. All these were normal children. The show where she was going to take them from a normal life, and in some ways, not even saintly, to really being saints. This is important to understand that they was not chosen like Padre Pio. He was very holy. He grew into his stigmata. Our Lady's taken us in the raw, rough, rough trees cut, in, cut into rough lumber to form a beautiful instrument with it. Something beautiful that she wants to show the fruit of her apparitions and the tune she plays with these visionaries that we might be able to attain the same thing, holiness. And Our Lady gave a beautiful message today. We being the instruments, the tune we play is her words. We evangelize these words. We give them out. We're called to be her apostles. Can you imagine that? She's asking you to be apostles. Louis de Marfort said over 300 years ago that Mary would come in the latter days and raise up apostles of those days. And they'd be, they would be purified as the children of Levi. Nobody's in this measure growth movement without purification. And if you're not getting purification, if you're in this movement or persecution, you need to question if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Because if it's going good for you, it didn't go good for Jesus' apostles, nor Jesus himself. And you inherit the same thing. Jesus told Peter, you'll drink from the cup I drink. They were looking for glory. Jesus was talking about some other kind of glory. So the glory in the Medjugorje movement is one of suffering, purification, difficulties. But you can be her apostle. And she's calling you to that. And so, Joan, read today's message for non-believers, which is to be applied to us and the non-believers, non-belief in us as individuals. Our Lady Queen of Peace of Medjugorje's November 2nd, 2010, message given on the day for non-believers. Dear children, with motherly perseverance and love, I am bringing you the light of life to destroy the darkness of death in you. Do not reject me, my children. Stop and look within yourselves and see how sinful you are. Be aware of your sins and pray for forgiveness. My children, you do not desire to accept that you are weak and little but you can be strong and great by doing God's will. Give me your cleansed hearts that I may illuminate them with the light of my life. My son, thank you. Beautiful message, an incredible message. And it's so exciting to see when Our Lady gives a message like this, so many things in it. As I wrote about today at soulmedjugorje.com, there's so many angles to come from. But there's application of us as a culture to, to read this, but there's the application of me as an individual that my mother gave me some instructions today. She told me before I went out this day, 
what she wanted me to understand. She wants me to be the light. She says, and love, I'm bringing you the light of life to destroy the darkness and death in you. Can you imagine all the evil over Halloween? And she's come and give this message, the darkness that prevails, the night of darkness instead of the night of light. And she says it, the light of life. She ends it saying, illuminate them with the light of life, my son. And so to do that, and for you to do that, you have to give your heart to Our Lady. For her to do what? So it can be cleansed. How do you cleanse your heart? Purification. Do you voluntarily want that? No, I don't. I've tasted it. You've tasted it if you've been in this movement very long. And if you're going through conversion. And it's sweet in the beginning. It's beautiful. It's so sweet being with Our Lady. You could, you could die. Everybody goes up here and say, I just I go to heaven now. But then that conversion gets tested. And then you get through these struggles or you get through these difficulties and you wonder, boy, this is, this is, not, very, this is not very fun. And part of it's the trip up Satan makes to, to, and he's allowed to make against you to, tempt, to, to test you through temptation. But every temptation you forego makes you stronger. The purpose is exercise just like jogging or an Olympic runner. This helps you, and you gain grace from it. So Our Lady gave this message today in a way that she's still telling us after all these years, after we walk with her, do not reject me, my children. The non-believers out there aren't paying attention. They're in the gangs out there. They're angry. They're robbing. They're cheating. They're thieving. Whatever they're doing, they're not reading the message. They're her children, yes. And yes, down the road when they convert and when they encounter Our Lady and when the admonitions happen, they're going to be see that. Do not reject me, my children. Stop and look within yourself and see how sinful you are. We are sinners. We are not saints. Some saints have said that the holier they get, the more dangerous it is for them to go to hell. Do you understand what they're saying when they say that? It's because the closer you get to God, the smallest things became grave sin because you know better. Too much is given, much is expected. And so even us here in community, people think, okay, you're in this life, this is peace. And it is beautiful. It's a beautiful thing, but we're more responsible. We're allowed to structure within our day three to four hours of prayer a day. Are we doing it from the heart? Are we doing what we're supposed to do? Are we living the word? Are we living the walk? Are we just talking the walk? The purification to destroy the darkness and death in you. Do not reject me, my children. Stop and look within yourselves and see how sinful you are. Be aware of your sins and pray for forgiveness. My children, you do not desire to accept that you are weak and little because we always want to be somebody else. We don't want to learn to live with ourselves. We want to be greater than the man we are. You know, well, no matter where we are, if, you, if you're richer, you want more riches. If you're poor, you want more, more wealth. If you got a little bit of gift, something that came up, or if you want a car, you want, you're never satisfied because we never learn to live with what we are. You know, when Our Lady said, uh, well, actually in Scripture it says, Jesus loves you the way you are. And people think, oh, okay, I'm, I can continue on the way I am. That's not what he's saying. 
Jesus, yes, he loves you for who you are and what you are, but he loves you too much to leave you the way you are. you got to change. But also we need to have the expectations that if we have our own idea of what we're supposed to change to, that even if we become the moon, we'll be jealous of the stars. No matter what level you come to, you'll always want to be something that you can't live with. And the first thing to reconcile with God is learn to live with yourself. Once you learn that, that you can deal with yourself, then God can make you into something else. Otherwise, like our lady says, you're weak and you're little. And yet with God, you can be great. Our ladies want us to be great. And how do you get great? By doing God's will. So if we cleanse our heart, accept who we are, let God do the work within us, then we become something. Not our wish, but what God's wish is. And great as any man. to wish that I was great as any man Better than I am Could do things no one can And I used to wish that I was cool as I could be But now I'm learning to live with me Is anybody satisfied with who they really are You could be the moon and still be jealous of the stars You gotta learn to swim if you can't walk upon the sea So I'm learning to live with me than the rest A hero, nothing less The big duke in the west But I know the way I am is who I'm gonna be So I'm learning to live with me Is anybody satisfied with who they really are? You could be the moon and still be jealous of the stars You gotta learn to swim if you can't walk upon the sea So I'm learning to live Learning to forgive Learning to live with me Just uh, calling to mind the, was something that you wrote uh, earlier today, uh, what was written for the message today. And for those of you who saw that on Medjugorje.com, uh, the writing was called Consequences of Rejecting Our Lady. And this was made available to you free uh, thanks to our core group members. And if you're not a core group member out there and you're benefiting from this, yeah, we encourage you to become one. But uh, the question had to do with a sentence that you wrote in here. And it uh, stood out, and we've said, I think you've said things like this before, but the way you said it, uh, or the way you wrote it in today's article, uh, had a particular 
uh, potency to it. You said that this present way of life of the world is on death row. It has received its death sentence. And uh, my, I guess my question is, is for the people who are not believers, so to speak, or for the people who may not believe so much in um, or may not be formed in the philosophy of the messages, how can this be stated so um, so emphatically clear that this is the way that it is? Well, I think, uh, did I write that today? Or did I write that in um, your future? Mm-mm. No, it's I'm, today's today. Yeah, I'm I've reading. been writing so many. I've been writing three or four different <laughs> articles at one time. Let me read that. Yeah, I did write that. Now, I, th- I was thinking that was in the one I just uh, wrote, which is um, the article can come out what Monday week. Uh, yeah, Monday the fifteenth. Yeah. Well, we are on death row, and actually, I may have written that same thing in that. But anyway, we're, on, we're we've get, we've been given a death sentence. Everything is going to be destroyed in the way that we live now. Why? Because Our Lady said that. She says it in, in that the fact that she wants to purify us, the light of life, destroy the darkness in you. She said last last uh, month, or was it the 25th month, where she said that, uh, where's the 25th? You got that message, John. Where she said that your sins, your present um, crosses, basically confront the present sins of our culture. So our suffering suffering is supposed to be able to do that. You give me a whole sheet. Which one is it? I'm not sure. Are you talking about the October 25th one? Yeah, but I can say a point here. It says on the September 25th, 2010, because you're weak, you're still weak, and you're not humble. Uh, of course, Ali said that today. But the 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 thing is that we've got to realize that our culture as it is, exists today, is the fact that it is coming. It was foreseen prophetically from God, which he sees everything in the future, present, and past at the same moment. But for us, we couldn't imagine. We, we knew when we heard about, I knew when, in 1983 when I heard about the apparitions of Our Lady for the first time in Medjugorje, I knew we needed this. But I was measuring that on where the condition of the culture was at that moment, which is... Very virtuous compared to today. We couldn't. We didn't have the ability to imagine the things and in, in the, in the confronting of sin that we have in present society. And so, to be the savior of society, to be the apostle of society, we have to carry the cross. And Our Lady gives us this to purification, and she says that that this be your crosses be what confronts present sin. On a side note, do you think uh, that for Our Lady to just just thinking, especially like, for example, today in the United States is Election Day. And do you believe that Our Lady continuing to speak to us about being weak and little, that maybe we're still putting too much faith in these systems and in these people to fix everything for us? Well, first of all, we can improve things. Uh, we finished our novena today for our nation on November 2nd. Uh, those are part of seven novenas we do every year. The fact that it fell on this day is a big, big deal. The fact that our nation is at a crossroads that we may not be able to return because of our our children and youth really not understanding what this nation is, is a Christian nation built on Christian principles. And once you have an invasion of thought contrary to that, which many youth have and people don't understand anymore, 
Then they change it into something else. It's the word game. It starts with words. Uh, I, I cringe every time somebody says this is a democracy. We're a republic. In a democracy, five people over four people can, can say murder's okay, like our Supreme Court. Five million people over 900,099 people can say by one vote that murder's okay. In a democracy, you operate by a code of laws. They're, they're written, they're there. You can't change that, even if you're majority vote. And so this whole concept of democracy, which everybody says it, everybody, even the most conservative people say this democracy or in this democracy or this democratic country. We are not a democracy. We're a republic. That's a big, huge difference. And that's what our forefathers wrote. Why is that important? Because it's been the great gain to make us understand, be educated that if we're a democracy, we can change things. You can't change the Christian codes written into the, our constitution as a nation. It's why this nation is a light to all nations. It's the first country in the history of the world where people sat down and made a Christian nation. 60% of the constitution is based, or, or the Declaration of Independence is based biblically. They studied Leviticus and Deuteronomy. 90% of all our, both documents are indirectly related to the Bible. It's why we became what we became. Not because we're a great people, we're smarter, we're strong, but because, and the most generous nation, because we're biblically based. So if we lose our roots, if we forget our roots, we become something else. And it starts with words. It starts saying you're a democracy. And if this group of people wants this, they can, they can have that. If this group of people wants to live this way, they can have that. No. It don't matter if 999 or 100% of the people want to live a certain way. You don't have that right. We're a nation where people in other nations are listening to us tonight. We know that we have a nation of rights where people think you could, this right extends to you to whatever you want to do. I was called down to my principal's office in high school one day, and the teacher did something, and he said, I said to him, that's, that's my right. He says, your right's in at the end of your nose. And, and, he, and he was pretty, pretty straightforward with that. And he was true. You know, we, we go too far. We in this nation are to live measured, not to use the freedoms we have, that we start using so much freedom that we start contradicting everybody else. And you've got people committing sin, non-believers in a culture, that are wanting acceptance and doing their sin publicly, and they want you to okay it, both in law, both in toleration, and if you're not, you're a bigot or you're intolerant or you hate speech. What is this about? The Republic form of government doesn't allow these things. And for us to be changed is a real crime, a very crime. And it's not God's will. So going back to what you're asking about the election, this election tonight is, I know we've read reports that there's a big shakeup. Both parties have been uh, behaved as criminals, really. What they've done is, is criminal against God. The actions being taken is, is some what you might want to call rogues that's coming in that's more biblical-based that both parties are scared to death of because they, they, they want to manage them. They want to put them under a system of management. And so it's fresh air coming in. is a good thing. They've got a long road, road to hoe. But at the same time, 
What did we ask Our Lady for July 4th, 2008 in the field? For all you who are listening who are here, you felt Our Lady. You gave the consecration. She, she said, I will appear on July 3rd. On July 2nd, she said, I will appear outside for your vigil. We, we did this five days of prayer for our country to heal it. The Mother of God, the Queen of Heaven, recognized that. If we weren't supposed to be doing that, or if people say we're pol- political, we have people write in sometimes say that, you're, pol- you're political. Hey, the Mother of God came here in apparition. If you believe in Medjugorje, she told Maria, I will appear tomorrow for your vigil. What was the vigil on July 3rd? What were we gathered for? For the consecration of our nation. To heal us, our families, and our nation. An incredible thing. I was shocked. We were so overjoyed we couldn't even believe it. And Maria was given something 2008, July 3rd, that she, she, she tells me a lot, but she couldn't reveal this. She says, you'll know in heaven. But Maria stayed out there an hour and a half after the apparition, prayed with everybody. And she never will do that. You'll see her leave after apparitions. Because she's around people constantly. But something happened in the apparition. My daughter even saw it and says, something happened to her. And we could see it. And we could feel it. And we knew it. And I leaned over to her and she says, yes. Something happened, I can't tell you. Next day I tried to get it out of her. I can't tell you. You'll know when you get to heaven. I, I, she did tell me what it was for. She said something for me in heaven. But on that night, our nation was given this gift. And the next night, she appeared at 10 o'clock at night for July 4th. And we were able to give a consecration to her. So there's no way the transformation of these things and, and people getting more biblical and really getting upset with our nation's direction morally or starting to want to take charge. Pope John Paul said to get into office. Be responsible. You have a responsibility to be there and to point the right way, biblically. And so we're seeing the fruit of that. We're content to be behind the scenes because we're the power base here. You're the power base. The thousands of you that were here July 4th, 2008, you're seeing fruit today. Those of you who are here July 4th, 2009, the second consecration, reconsecration of Our Lady, you're seeing fruit, you're seeing changes. But don't put your hope into that, as you just asked the question. Because our hope is in Our Lady. Our hope is in Jesus. Oh, they'll make that happen through the elections, or they may have through other methods, but that's not where my hope is. My hope is in that consecration. I know at that point, we set the scope, and we put in the crosshairs everything in our nation that needs to fall apart, and everything of God that needs to be built. And so we are falling apart as a nation. We are falling apart in a lot of good, a lot of ways. It's good, very good. Let the destruction, I already said that. Love your motherly perseverance and love I'm bringing you, the light of life to destroy the darkness and death in you. Where's the darkness of death come from in the culture? It comes from each individual man. Enough men get darkness in the heart, then the culture becomes that. And then, as I wrote today, it takes on its own power. It becomes something out of my heart, out of your heart. All of our darkness becomes its own power in itself because we've instituted it. We've institutionalized it. We made that thing become powerful, and then it becomes Lord and enslaves us. It's an incredible thing. There's a power that makes us feel powerless. I wrote that, and look what happened while you're sleeping, that we can't seem to beat it. Because it's taking on a power of its own. It's evil. But it came from our hearts. And the way that we stop it is we change our heart as individuals. 
once we change our heart as individuals, we quit feeding it. We starve it. It's there. It's fighting us. It don't want to give up. It's, 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 it's draining the blood out of our veins. It wants that. It wants to feast over it. It wants to tempt us. It wants us to be weak because that's what thrives it. And so you see a real struggle taking place in our nation, politically, spiritually, economically, on all levels. And the reason for that is we made that monster, and it exists, and it's a real monster, and the devil is it, and we've made him where he is. And so our ladies come to show us a way to destroy the darkness in you. And what happens when that happens? Then this thing can break. We'll shatter it. Our lady will crush it. But right now, it does have a life of its own, that's, and that's very scary. But it came from me, and it came from you. And I'll use here to wake us up. You know, Our Lady said to do God's will. That's all we have to do. Once we do God's will, everything goes right from there. But you can be strong and great by doing God's will, Our Lady said today. And what do you have to do for that? Give me your heart. Give me your cleansed hearts that I may illuminate them with the light of life. And so God's will is important. This Halloween, how many people did... How many people were really light? How many people were doing the will of God? You know, when you're struggling, sometimes you say that, uh, well, I'm struggling with something. That's just delayed obedience. If you're told to do something, do it. Don't struggle with it. God don't want that. So it's important we learn God's will. It's important we do God's will. And if you do, you'll be strong and you'll be great. met God's will on a Halloween night He was dressed as a bag of leaves It hid the braces on his legs at first His smile was as bright as the August sun When he looked at me As he struggled down the driveway It almost made me hurt Will don't walk too good Will don't talk too good He won't do the things that the other kids do in our neighborhood I've been searching, wondering, thinking Lost and lurking all my life I've been wounded, jaded, loved and hated mother's miracle I've been reading, writing, praying, fighting I guess I would be still Yeah, that was until I knew God's will Will's mom had to work Two jobs. We'd watch him when she had to work late And we'd all laugh like I hadn't laughed since I don't know when Hey Jude was his favorite song At dinner he'd ask to pray And then he'd pray for everybody in the world but him 
Humblebag of leaves, dressed as a humblebag of leaves. This girl that witnessed Will and his costume was always fighting God's will. And God, Will showed her God's will. Our Lady told us October 2nd, 2010, I call you to humble my children, humble devotion. And then Our Lady comes up and tells us, Today you're weak and little. September 25th message, I urge you to live your life even more because you're still weak and are not humble. What is that message for you? What is Our Lady saying to you? What is she saying to the world and all her children? destroyed the sinful world in the waters of the flood. He chose Noah alone and his family to be saved upon the ark. Today, mankind is sinking in a whirlpool of sin, 
and it does not even know in what sin it is sinking. Who will save us from this whirlpool? Where is our ark to be found? Who is our navigator upon the stormy waves? The ark today is not of wood made by man, but rather in the opening of a motherly mantle, the star of the sea, Mary of Nazareth, mother of Jesus, the queen of peace, God's ark for us today, leading us to security, to peace, to a future. Will you allow yourself to be saved upon this ark? A new ark, a booklet by a friend of Medjugorje, available on medj.com, spelled M-E-J.com, or call in the U.S. 205-672-2000. 205-672-2000. A new ark by a friend of Medjugorje, available through Caritas of Birmingham. The Holy Queen, Mother of Jesus, Spouse of the Holy Spirit, Queen of Nations, Queen of all hearts, The Woman of Revelation, The Queen of Peace asks you to spread her call to the ends of the earth. Medjugorje.com A tool for you to spread Our Lady's way of life and change the world. Medjugorje.com Brought to you by Caritas of Birmingham. Spread to all your family and friends, Medjugorje.com. From Caritas of Birmingham. You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. <coughs> I just wanted to go back to to this subject of humility and that this pattern that Our Lady seems to be going uh, towards a lot and speaking about being that we are weak, we are little, we, we need to be humble. Why, why do you think she is doing that? It seems different than other times that she's spoken about this. Are we less humble than we were 10 years ago? Or is she preparing us for something time in which we're going to be humbled? You know, why is she speaking so much about humility these days? Prep. Prep work. She's, she's getting us ready. You know, this whole movement of Medjugorje is, is one of, of different stages and just it's going to first kindergarten to, to 12th grade. She's wanting us to graduate and in her school she's teaching us these things. You know, she's, um, she gave a message uh, June 25th, 2007. She says, you are all important in this great plan. She wants to bring us down low before she launches the finality of this. 
She wants us to be base. She wants us to understand who we are. The apostles had walked with Jesus. They had seen miracles. I mean, they were, they were, they were gloating. Well, let us sit at your left and the others, John sit at the right. Going to the, go, they got the mother to go talk to Jesus. And Jesus said, you don't know what you ask. It's already reserved for somebody else. And they were all competing. Who's going to be what? And Jesus said, the one who serves the most, the one who goes the most base was and serve, is, that's, that's how you get ahead. And so we're to serve. We're being called to be apostles. So at least bring us back to the base. Why? Because we are all important in this great plan, she says, June 25th, 2007, which God leads through Medjugorje. It's not anywhere else. It's not apparitions all over the world. It's not apparitions over here. Our lady's talking to me. This is it. These, these are very, this is a very important sentence. You are all important in this great plan, which God leads through Medjugorje. It's Medjugorje. We've never seen the field in the bedroom here, nothing other than a billboard for Medjugorje. And it's been very responsible for bringing thousands and thousands of people to conversions both here and bringing them to Medjugorje. Not a way. We're not a distraction. And I understood this very clearly. And maybe that's why Our Lady could invest here what she's done with the 150 plus apparitions and many messages. Because a place is not in and of itself. And what does it does? It serves. And what happened? God's exalted a place through Our Lady. She's been free to come back and do many beautiful things. That no matter how much persecution we get, how much resistance, go look at what Our Lady's done here if you need an answer. If you're thinking we're walking the path Our Lady's called us to. Are we sinners in the midst of that? Yes, you better bet we are. But there's something here. Our Lady's deposited here. And we're going to take everything we get, every message we get that's given from here to bring people to Medjugorje. And that's why our groups are getting larger and larger and consistent every month. Because we understand what Medjugorje is. It's the place that God leads through for what? This is the rest of the sentence. God leads through Medjugorje, period. God desires to convert the entire world. And to call it to salvation. Who brought salvation? Jesus Christ. And to the way towards himself. So we don't have to worry about what everybody else thinks or what other religions. I mean, it's, it's Jesus Christ. He is the future. She is leading us to this. And I can tell you, um, I don't know if that answers your question or not, <laughs> but I can, I can tell you, you know, what, what will it be like when you no longer have Our Lady? What are you doing? There's been people that's gone to Medjugorje that we run across years after and said, was Our Lady still appearing? I, said, I just had somebody come, come to our house asking this. They'd been to Medjugorje years ago. Locally. The ass says, you need to be, you need to be in contact with, with what's going on. And I explained some things. They had no idea. How do, you, how do you encounter this love of a lady and enter into it and let it leave unless you never encounter it to start with? You'll fall apart. Your whole life will fall apart. What will it be like when our lady leaves here? What, what kind of, it's going like to be an eclipse of the moon. She's going to be gone. How sad will it be? You know, when Mariana lost her apparition, she became depressed for months. When Yaakov and I remember Mariana told me, poor, this poor boy, when his apparitions in, when he was still having daily apparitions, she told me, this poor boy, he does not understand what it's going to be like. She, has not, she had not at that point started her second of the month apparition. She would still receive them at that point once a, 
once a year on March 18th. But she said, that poor boy. And when Our Lady suddenly said, Miami, Florida, tomorrow's your last apparition, out of nowhere this happened. For two months he cried. Two solid months he cried. And so he fell apart. Mariana fell apart. Mariana, in fact, was told by Our Lady that when she gets down and so, so it gets so heavy for her that she would appear to her or at least maybe speak to her. Mariana couldn't take it. How do you look in these eyes of Our Lady? Maria said her eyes are bright. They're beautiful. They radiate light. She, she told me once, if you could see her eyes, if you could look in her eyes, you'd feel as if you were dying. The beauty of which comes from that, you can't take. And in fact, what they do say, we've been told that they, they're sustained. Something like the Old Testament, when Moses went to the mountain, he couldn't look upon God. They're seeing Mary in a radiant, glorified body. She's in her fullness. She's there in body, not spirit, but physically in body. So many have come to know the love of Our Lady, and they left her. They struggled going back, back with her. Milka, Milka saw Our Lady one day, and when Maria, her sister, replaced her, she fell apart. She even went through some bad times. I mean, Milka went crazy. Uh, she went the other way. Got a little wild, even. And I was concerned for her. And Maria was also. Now she's incredible as far as wife and how she does with her children. Real strong with them. But her life fell apart. She, she just left Our Lady. She left the love. You know, and you got the light of your life. Our Lady said that today, twice. With my motherly perseverance and love, I'm bringing you the light of life. At the end of it, she says, Give me your heart cleansed that I may illuminate with the light of the life of my son. And so we need to build our life. We need to understand that we're going to be nervous when all we see all the years that's gone by. What do we do? Are you going to be terrified? You've got to turn back to our lady, turn around, look into her eyes. You've got to be like a child in arms. I know I was in Rome once looking at the Pieta, and I was just, I did the Pieta prayers. I knelt down, everybody comes, takes a picture, they walk away. I sat there probably for an hour on my knees, meditating on this woman holding her son in her arms. And I know I was at Maria's one time and opened her Bible. A friend of mine was there, and she had a message wrote in creation. Her lady had given it to her. And perhaps we wasn't supposed to see it, but she don't remember it now because I've discussed it with her. I'm glad I did. But the note said... Something incredible. Maria said, uh, or Our Lady said, Maria, I cannot wait till you're in heaven to hold you in my arms. I want to hold you, and if you knew how much I love you, you would die with joy. Now, Maria at the time was light. If you've ever been around a saint, those years was incredible. She would go and feed everybody and not feed herself. Wouldn't eat nothing for three or four days on fast days. If you look at her picture, she was very skinny. And she gave and she gave and she gave. And she'd stay up. She'd go out when all the beds were taken from just people that came in and go sit on burlap and sleep. 
really a really saint. If she had died at that point, she'd been no different than St. Francis. Of course, now she's tied to daily duties with the children, her husband, those preoccupations. But she was a light. And sometimes I could see in her, you know, that once upon a time there was a light, there was light in her life, Our Lady was. She was able to devote completely her, her whole being to Our Lady. Our Lady was so pleased with her at that stage in her life that she said, I, I, it's difficult for me not to take you with me to heaven. The letter, the letter gave goosebumps. It was so incredible. Such a beautiful thing. And so we had many coming to the movement, leaving, their life falls apart. But we need a lady tonight. You need a lady tonight. We need her in a special way. You need to be the boy that she wants you to be. You need to be the girl that she wants you to be. But if we turn away from her, we'll have a total eclipse. The light of our life, who God sends today, comes for us to bring us to heaven, to hold us in our arms like a child, like the Pieta. She wants you. She needs you. Turn around Every now and then I get a little bit lonely and you're never coming around Turn around Every now and then I get a little bit tired Listening to the sound of my tears Turn around Every now and then I get a little bit nervous That the best of all the years have gone by Turn around Every now and then I get a little bit terrified And then I see the look in your eyes Turn around, right eyes Every now and then I fall apart
What will we do? What will we do when she no longer appears? We'll be like Mariana, become very depressed, like Yako, cry for months, 
Anna Maria was here one time and asked her about her apparition's ending. She held up her hand and crossed her fingers. She said, let's don't talk about that. How do you have these eyes that look at you every day for almost 30 years and lose that? What will it be like on the earth? It'll be so lonely, so lonely that we'll have to go back to our words like letters from a loved one who's nowhere here and read what they said, that guidance. We've got a gift that we don't comprehend. And we'll all be devastated at what just passed in front of us. And especially those who could have come to the love but were never made themselves available to feel the love of Our Lady. Well, the first time I met Our Lady, I remember the moment I met her in the apparition room. I knew her about her. I was raised Catholic, but I really met her. I cried for three hours. I couldn't even speak. So intimate was it. Something that there's no words to tell you. It's just something you have to experience. But Our Lady, Our Lady made me feel her love. You know, Our Lady walked down the avenue of Via Della Rosa. She was willing to be hungry, go black and blue. She crawled down there for Jesus. And she's willing to do that for you. Whatever she has to do, whether you're a non-believer or you're a believer, whatever you've done in your past, how much your life's fallen apart, if once upon a time the light of your life is gone, she wants to give it back to you. Come to her, and if you're with her, enter deeper into this relationship. She'll make you feel her love. She's going down all the avenues of the world right now. There's no place she won't go. There's no place she won't travel. And no means that she won't intercede with God for to give her love to you. When the rain is blowing in your face And the whole world is on your case I could offer you a warm embrace To make you feel my love When evening shadows and the stars appear And there is no one to dry your tears I could hold you for a million years To make you feel my love I know you haven't made your mind I would never do you wrong And I've known it from the moment that we met No doubt in my mind where you belong I'd go hungry, I'd go black and blue I'd go crawling down the There ain't nothing that I wouldn't do To make you feel my love The storms are raging on the rolling sea And on the highway of regret And the winds of change are blowing wild and free ain't seen nothing like me yet I could make you happy make your dreams come true nothing that I wouldn't do 
go to the ends of the earth for you to make you feel my Our lady will go to the ends of the earth to make you feel her love. So much is available to you right now. So much can change in your life if you just say yes to the light of Jesus, to Our Lady who brings us Jesus. Good night. We love you. We wish you Our Lady.